The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big and win bigger with WinBet. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IPVanish. IPVanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server. It's the best place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. Howdy ho DeGenerinos and welcome back. Hopefully you're a it, hopefully you're a longtime listener. If not, if you're a first-time listener, welcome. This is the MMA Gambling Podcast. I have the name correct this time on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Episode 178. Let's send it out to a couple of our new DeGen friends in the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord channel, which you all should get in, um, especially the fight channel on there. Um, Ryan H. and Lickte, too, I think his, name, uh, his or hers name is. Uh, thank you for joining us on the Discord and, and making fight nights. And actually every day, there's tons of talk in there every day of the week. So thank you for joining us in there. Uh, if you're not in there yet, please get in there. Um, it's lots of fun. And thank you as well for listening to this podcast, taking it in your ears. I am one of the hosts, Jeff Chalks Fox. Um, thank you for coming. Uh, we have one other half of, of this Gruesome twosome. Um, he's actually been elevated to a god. He's a uh, he's a Gumby god, the one and only Daniel Reeland. I gave him nothing to work off here. Go ahead. No, you didn't. Uh, other than you mentioned Gumby God again, there there were yep. a lot of claims for the Gumby God uh, in the in the Discord, which was popping on Tuesday. <laughs> we talked about it on yesterday's episode, the Wednesday episode, but it never hurts to mention again that uh, during fight time, that's the coolest place to be. Um, yep. So uh, make make sure you're you're popping in there. And you may even have an episode dedicated to you or to your wife, even uh, if you talk about <laughs> your, your wife or husband or spouse, um, or if you give us a amazing uh, five-star review and comments, then maybe you'll get an episode dedicated to you as well. This is everyone's should we, dream. Should, should, should we mention Chad's wife right now? So he'll go wake her up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh God. Uh, that, that poor, uh, no, I, he, he uh, put in one of the discords that his wife says no more SGPN in bed. So <laughs> apparently he, we, we have some diehards out there, people. No SGPN um, in bed. That's there's the yeah. t-shirt right there. <laughs> there. Exactly. Let's get that put on a t-shirt. So hopefully um, Mrs. Graham, hopefully he did not wake you up to listen to this, but I'm guessing that he probably did. So um, <laughs> you all should make your wives or spouses uh, listen to this podcast or partners or, or uh, everyone actually make everyone listen to the podcast so we can be like one championship and have the whole world um, watching our product. So, and, and right, tell, uh, them to, tell them to leave us a review while they're listening and too, leave us a review. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Th- those are great. We, we got a couple recently and they're always yeah. pleasant to see. So five-star review on Apple pod, go ahead and yep. do that now. Plus it, the boss noticed and complimented us on it. So that's the, that's the main thing. Yeah. You, that, you made us look good in front of the bosses yeah, guys. That's, that's all, girls. That's all we're trying to do here. Yeah. Exactly. We're just trying to look good. All right. Um, we're going to look good with some picks for UFC main card of, of the pay-per-view this week. If you're looking for the prelims, we already broke down the eight prelim fights last episode. So um, if you haven't listened to it already, you can head back in there. Um, obviously, we have a bunch of winning picks there, and 
we got some dog picks if you're into the dogs we got the dogs there as well because gumby was involved so of course there's some dogs there now we got the main card uh coming up this um this episode uh thoughts on the main card before we break it down thoughts on picking uh, making picks for the main card there were there was one or no i think just one that was uh tough to pick for me I would also say this this one we're about to talk about. Yep, first one. One of those one of those up. ones where I I think I'm, man the the line is just so <laughs> steep and it it yep. make I think the the how steep the line is makes me want to take a dong, but I I mean I won't give anything away yet. But um yeah it's it, it's too steep considering how competitive a fight it should be. It's a steep line and it's a uh, fighter that he's Dan is not a fan of and he's disparaged on this podcast before so. We I, I do. See. I regu- regularly disparaged. Yeah. <laughs> he does regularly disparage this person. So uh, not quite in the Macy Barber uh, class yet, but um, not a fan. But we'll, we'll get into that in one second. I'm going to tell you about um, our friends over at Win W-Y-N-N, in case, you, in case you're thinking W-Y-N, but you can W-I-N at W-Y-N-N. And I'll tell you how. Uh, make sure to get down on the wins. Bet $50, win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. And you have a few more days for this. They have the ultimate fantasy football experience going on right now. If you bet $500 or more on sports or casino before the end of this month, so July 31st, you can get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club. Include your two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com, which you're always on as it is. Then type in slash W-Y-N-N-Bet, so W-Y-N-N-B-E-T, to claim your free bets today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And when you're online doing all that stuff, make sure you're using IPVanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data, hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners. With a 30-day money-back guarantee, that's just like 89 months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream everything you search for and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right, let's get down to the nitty gritty. We hinted at this fight. We will tell you about it now, actually. First, I'll tell you 10 p.m. Eastern, as per usual, is when the pay-per-view starts. And we're going to start with light heavyweights, Anthony Smith versus Magomed Ankalaev. So we got Linehart Smith, 36 and 16, 20 knockouts, 14 submissions, but knocked out nine times, submitted four times, 11 and six in the UFC, over two stints. Uh, three, he's won three straight fights, all via finish. He's fight at middleweight, multiple regional championships on his mantle. Boom, two and zero in Bellator, 
two and two in strike force 2008 he's been a pro mma fighter since inch height inch of reach i'm not gonna lie of he's been outstruck by 1.28 strikes per minute during his ufc career plus 400 that's that big number dan was talking about ankle laugh 17 and one nine knockouts he's been submitted one time he's eight and one in the ufc he's won eight straight fights was a regional champ four years younger than smith striking and active striking stats in his favor he outstrikes his ufc opponents by 1.36 strikes per minute Grappling stats as well in his favor, minus 550. Go right ahead. So I, I am gonna huh. take I, I'm gonna take Goliath here. I, I hate the I hate the number, man. Um yep. and, and I'll just say this too. Like what what you have to ask yourself is is so first of all, on the feet, yeah, I think at Goliath has a slight advantage, right? And if he does if he decides to use it. That's if the, if that's he decides to, this guy. you're right, he he might choose to grapple. So then you have to ask yourself, is like Ankoliyev more like Glover Teixeira, who, you know, dismantled Anthony Smith and made him look like he's never grappled before? Yeah. Or is he more like Devin Clark, uh, who who took him down and got triangle choked pretty easily? The brown bear? Yeah. Uh, in that main event, uh, that was the kind of disappointing. Yep. I think I picked Devin Clark in that fight, too. Um so, but he's in between those two, obviously, as as yes. almost every every fighter is. But like I, I don't know that he's that much closer to being Glover Teixeira. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, that he is Devin Clark. I, I think he's maybe even closer to being Devin Clark. Do I think it's enough to get him over the hurdle? Barely. I do. Like I, I just can't see Anthony Smith subbing him off his back or catching a guillotine on the way in. I don't think this is, we're still in the zone where we're expecting Anthony Smith to like blitz him and knock him out. Like he did Shogun all those years back. So like, I, I'm just having a tough time drawing a like a common enough example of where Anthony Smith is going to win this fight in order to pick him. Uh, but my goodness, would I not be playing this at negative 450? That that's just insane. Yep. So we got minus 550. It's, it's gotten worse. 550. Um, Sorry. Yeah. My, yeah. My bad. <laughs> no. It, it it was it was lower when I uh, did the breakdown a couple of days ago. I updated the the. Uh, the numbers before we went on the air today. I'm taking Anka live as well. Um, he doesn't really do a lot sometimes, which is a problem. Um, like, um, well, he can't strike. Like, he did, he had that front kick on Impa Kasangang, I believe it was. Um, no, it was, and, uh, no, it wasn't Impa. Um, no, it wasn't Impa. Impa's down to weight class. Yeah. Or two. It was on, um, t- nope. Um, mm, is it going to come? Oh, Ian, Ian Kudala. Nope, Dolce Lugiambula. Dolce, that's right. I knew it was, it was a fun of, name. It's really hard name to say. Yeah, somebody in yes. there. <laughs> I knew it was a fun name. Yeah, he, I'm not as high on ankle lab as a lot of people are. I'm, I'm higher on him than Dan is. Um, I figured Smith's, this has got to end eventually, right? Like, he, he's got to, like, not be able to beat up-and-comers like he has been. Like, he, it's been well, pretty and, much three straight. They keep beating him up-and-comers, and he keeps finishing them. Like, And, and again, I, I think that's part of that is, too, just, like, asking yourself – where Ankalaya fits in there. Like, is he still an up and comer yeah. or is he, is he an Alexander Rachich type, right? Because Alexander yeah. Rachich beat the hell out of Anthony Smith. Um, or is he Ryan Spann, a guy who's never going to reach that second sort of, yeah. you yeah. know, uh, level in, in, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I think he's a little bit better than that tier. Um, even though I, I don't think he's as good as Rachich. So there you go. Yeah, that's true. 18 fights. You'd hope he isn't still, you know, in the prospect phase but um yeah uh, i'm gonna 
I'm going to uh, stay away from this one for recommended plays. But Ankalav, we have to pick winners, and we have to bet 100 bucks in every fight because that's what we do. So Ankalav is the pick here. Uh, let's move down to the flyweights. Alexandra Pantoja versus Alex Perez. Um, at 125 pounds, Perez, 24 and six, five knockouts, seven submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted four times, six and two in the UFC. He's won three of his last four. He did lose his last fight. That was a championship fight to Davis and Figueredo. He got submitted. That was way back, though, in November of 2020. He's been on the shelf since then. He was one known in the contender series. He has had numerous weight issues in the UFC and outside of the UFC, trying to get down to flyweight. Somehow they're still letting him fight at flyweight though he did make weight uh for the championship fight though that's of note he has fought up at bantamweight uh he was the tachi palace fights champion back in the day 2011 he's been fighting since he's got inch of height on pantoja two years younger than him striking and active striking stats in his favor he outstrikes his ufc opponents by one and a half strikes per minute 1.54 grappling stats as well in his favor plus 145 uh, pantoja do you know his nickname i don't think i've heard this nickname before for him pantoja I, I don't. I Other too. than, isn't Pantoja not his actual name, yeah. too? Uh, yeah, I'm not positive, but uh, I'll have to check. Um, the Cannibal. I've never heard that before for him. Oh, I have heard that before. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't think he oh, uses yeah. it much anymore, but. He's Alexandra Pantoja Pasadomo. So Pantoja, maybe his middle name? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds You never know, those Brazilians, right. those Brazilians are always adding fancy names to their, to their names. But anyhow, the Cannibal is what he's listed as. Um. He is 24 and five, eight knockouts, nine submissions, never been finished in a fight. Very impressive uh, going into fight 30. Uh, eight and three in the UFC. He's won two straight and three of four. Won his last fight via submission. Two and one in the Ultimate Fighter. Multiple regional championships on his mantle. Boom, mantle. 2007, he's been fighting since. Two inches reach. He outstrikes his opponents by almost a strike per minute in the UFC. Zero, uh, 0 0.09. Minus 175. Um, I will take Pantoja. Perez has been on the shelf for such a long time. Uh, let's take a peek at those stats. If fighters who have had a year off or more only win 46% of the time, and this year they're only winning 40% of the time, so uh, they're doing even worse this year. Um, so that's one issue. The fact he's always struggling to make weight is another issue. You never know how he's going to look come come weigh in or, or fight night for that matter. Um, and Pantoja is still... Um, Still has proven that he's at the uh, elite um, level in the flyweight division. And they've fed him Brandon Royval and Manel Cape over his last two fights, and he beat them both, uh, finished Royval. So he's turning aside young up-and-comers, and, -comers and uh, um, you know he, he's only been beaten by the absolute tippy-top of the division. So give me Pantoja on this one. Yeah, I, I agree with you on this one. I'm going to take Pantoja. I think he actually probably outstrikes Alex Perez or uh, yeah. a little bit here. Perez's only path to victory for me here is probably to like try to grind him out. And that just doesn't seem possible, right? Like we watch Pantoja, yep. you know, sweep and submit uh, Brandon Royval, which, you know, I think is a better, you know, jujitsu specialist than Alex Perez. So yeah, I, I worry about the time off for Perez. I worry about the fact that when he just shot in kind of nakedly on, on Davison Figueredo, he got his neck grabbed and, yep. and, Jumped out pretty easily. Um, so, yeah, all of those things worry some here for me against Pantoja. So, yeah, I'm picking Pantoja, and I actually – I'm surprised the line's as close as it is. Oh, maybe a recommended play coming up. There you go. Perhaps. Um, <laughs> perhaps. I have something to recommend for you, Dave. Um, not the guy, Dave. I'm sure there there's plenty of Daves I could recommend to you. But, but no, I'm talking about um, Dave, the app that helps you out. Um, if 
you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet. It can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. Now, Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. It's one way to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit card, no, sorry, excuse me, no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Here's what you got to do. Download the Dave app from the App Store. Right now it's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Bank you provided by Evolve, a member of FDIC. Future you will thank you. All right. Moving on to more big boys. Heavyweights. Chunky guys, Dan? Is Derek Lewis a chunky? Yeah, he's a chunky guy. Derek Lewis is definitely a chunky guy. <laughs> Sergey Pavlovich, he's not a chunky guy. Uh, not really, no. No. He's a thick Ooh. boy. He's a thick <laughs> with with two C's. Two C's. Yeah. All yeah. right. There you go. Um, let's tell you about this fight. We'll tell you about Derek Lewis first, the Black Beast. Twenty six and nine with one no contest, twenty one knockouts, one submission. So he knocked out six times, submitted once, seventeen and seven in the UFC. He's gone loss win loss over his last three. Both of his losses have come via knockout or TKO. He was the legacy FC champ as well. Uh, 0-1 in Bellator, 2010. He's been fighting since. Based off their last weigh-ins, he was 12 pounds heavier than Pavlovich was when for his fight. He outstrikes his UFC opponents by 0.05 strikes per minute. That's kind of surprising, really, when you think of it. Uh, you think of him just getting beat up and hitting one shot, right? For sure, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't think he outstrikes people, but he does. So, um, Grappling stats are in his favor. Plus 112 is the number on him. Pavlovich, 15-1, 12 knockouts. He's been knocked out one time. Three and one in the UFC. He's won three straight fights, all via knockout or TKO. Was the FNG uh, champion before this. He's got five inches of reach on Lewis, seven years younger. Striking stats in his favor. And he's two and a half times, or about 2.4, if you want to be exact, times more active landing strikes. He outstrikes his UFC opponents by 1.63 strikes per minute. Minus 135. Over to you. I'm going to take Derek Lewis. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, here's the thing. I just... I can't imagine Pavlovich standing with him for 15 minutes. Can you? Can you imagine anyone standing with Derek Lewis still at this age? and For for 15 minutes? I don't think so. And, no. and like Pavlovich got tagged up a little bit by Overeem, like past his prime Overeem. in uh, yep. like, yes, Pavlovich has looked very good since then. Do you want to run down the, the <laughs> list of opponents? Yeah, I don't have it in front of me, but all I know is Overeem's the only decent person he's Yeah, played. I mean, he got grounded pounded out by Alistair Overeem, but then after that fought Marcelo Gome, who just, yep. uh, I, did he lose at XMMA this past weekend? No, I, think, I didn't see the result. Oh, no, he was on Bellator. He was on Bellator. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. And I think think he might have lost. I'll, I'll get the intern on that. Then he beat Maurice Green and Shamil Abdurakhimov. Like, yep. uh, oh, no, he actually he had a comeback win, Marcelo Gome did. So, okay. uh, yeah, he's actually on a, a two-fight Bellator win streak. Wow. That. Um, but, yeah, like, so Pavlovich beat a whole bunch of guys he should definitely beat. Um yeah, like I, I, I don't know that he's gonna tango with with Derek Lewis for 15 minutes and live to tell the tale. Um, I, I don't, I don't know how he plans on doing that. Uh, I guess he's got good reach. He could just fight really safe, but like that's kind of not his thing either. He's got a whole bunch of first round finishes. Um, we actually yeah. haven't seen him go late into a fight in the UFC. So like, what's gonna happen when you're tired in the third round and and Derek Lewis is still chucking bobs at your head? 
Um, you're probably going to do the exact same thing the other tall, lanky Russian did against him, which is eat one right in the mouth and go to sleep. There you go. Um, yeah, I am going Derek Lewis as well. This is, is that your first plus- dog in the night? Uh, for the main card, yes. Prelims, I have a few dogs, but yes, this is my first dog which, on the prelims. Which, 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 who did you have on the prelims that was a dog? Uh, I thought I had dogs in the prelims. I might have switched off them. Uh, let me see after I, I think had... you got no, I think you got no dogs, my man. <laughs> yeah, I, I did originally, but yeah, I guess I, I thought the wiser of it. Yeah, I don't, I have some dogs here though. Don't, don't you worry. Here's one of them right now. Uh, Derek Lewis. Um, yeah, that's my first dog of the night. So I am Jeff Chalks. I was thinking I wasn't this week, but. Couple yeah, you, dogs, you I, led into the you led into the prelim episode, yeah, I and I was like, "Oh man, did I not take enough dogs?" Because Jeff's coming yeah. in on them, and then I just I, realized that's the first one. <laughs> that yeah, I was in uh, dog. I did have some a few dogs that I moved off of after I did more research. So uh, yeah, Lewis is apparently my first dog. Um, this is basically basically this is going to show if if he's got anything left in the tank or not. I think um, if he really is still the gatekeeper of, of the UFC. Uh, heavyweight division so uh, i'm hoping he still has uh, gas left in the tank um if he does he should be able to beat sergey pavlovic so that's hope for it uh moving on to this is kind of a championship fight interim flyweight championship brandon moreno versus kai carafrats um so it's a five-round fight um hopefully the guys are making a bit more money because it's technically a championship fight let's break it down we got don't blink kai kara france 24 and 9 with one no contest 11 knockouts three submissions seven and two in the ufc he's won three straight fights and four or five he's one and one in the ultimate fighter he used to fight at bantamweight was a regional champion 2010 he's been fighting since striking stats in his favor and he's 1.4 times more active landing strikes he outstrikes his ufc opponents by 1.33 strikes per minute uh, plus 175 on him uh, the assassin baby. He still hasn't put the comma in there. I think it should be the assassin comma baby. But nonetheless, uh, Brandon Moreno, 19, 6 and 2, three knockouts, 11 submissions, never been finished in a fight. 7, 3 and 2 over two UFC stints. Used to be the champion. He's gone 1, 1 and 1 over his last three fights, including losing his last fight. All those were against Davison Figueredo. Um, he did beat Kai Kara France by unanimous decision in December of 2019. He also was on the Ultimate Fighter. He was 0-1. He was the LFA champion. He also was regional champion. 2011, he's been fighting since. Three inches height, one inch of breach. He outstrikes his UFC opponents by 0.23 strikes per minute. Grappling stats are as well in his favor, minus 215. And don't look now. Don't blink, I should say. I'm taking don't blink. Uh, another a big dog, plus 175 dog. Um, usually, I don't go against... Whoever wins the first match, I don't go against them in the rematch, but I'm breaking that rule this week. Um, Kai Kara France is a much improved fighter since that time, much better grappling, and he just hits so damn hard uh, for flyweight. And uh, you got to be a little concerned about Moreno having, you know, three straight battles against Figueredo. Um, Wars, who knows what shape he's going to be in, but um, I think Kai Kara France is a worthy dog here. So give me the plus 175. Yeah, I agree with you entirely. I'm going to take Kaikara France too. Yeah. Um, in both, like, I'm I'm worried about how much damage he took in those wars, and and like, I think, I think the point you made about Kaikara France's grappling ticking up, yep. it, it for a lot of people have kind of said that that doesn't really matter, right? Because in their first fight, they didn't grapple at all for the most part. Um, so like, if Moreno just plans on striking with him, why would that matter? 
it matters in that Kaikara Francis has so much faith in his grappling defense now. He yep. looks more comfortable opening up. I think it's actually improved his mental game and his striking by having yep. good takedown defense in his back pocket. So, yeah, I, I think Kaikara France opens up here on, on Brandon Moreno. I know he's super tough and has, you know, like, you know, great chin and all that. But, man, Kaikara France stings some people who don't get stung. So, uh, yeah, give, give me Kaikara France here. I think he, he outstrikes him at at least for three rounds wouldn't surprise me to see him knock him out be the the one to to kind of touch his chin here um he hits so damn hard so yeah i'll take kakara france on the money line too so we're both betting against uh figueredo moreno part four is what we're saying yeah and i i'm one of the people who said it should have happened right away mostly because i I do really love brandon moreno uh and i think he he kind of got screwed in this situation right you're the one who wins like a dominant submission victory in in one of the bouts and then lose a very tight decision uh, and somehow you don't get the rematch right away. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird one for me, but uh, at least he winds up in a title fight here. Although I don't, as I stated, I, I don't think he's going to win it. Yep, we are going with a big dog here. Dan won't let me take a big dog of my own. He's got to tag along, I'm, of course. I'm right? here. I'm here with you. You are. All right. Let's see if we do that in the main event or not. Will you, another rematch. Women's Bantamweight Championship. Juliana Pena is actually the champion. There's a C beside her name. So either someone's been hacking uh, Wikipedia again, or she actually is the champion. Um, she's going against Amanda Nunez. I saw the, the, the uh, poster for this, and they both have a belt. I'm like, why does Nunez have a belt still? And I, I remembered, oh, yeah, she's technically still a champion, right? Yeah, she she very much is that thing. Champion of a two or three woman division, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, what is it? It's uh, Norma. Does Norma Dumont count in there? She bounces um, back and forth. She, yeah, everyone bounces back and forth. Uh, Ramona yeah. Pasquale. <laughs> Ramona Pasquale is in there. Um, may, maybe uh, uh, is Danielle Wolf. Uh, in in the Dan, Danielle Wolf maybe. Yeah, I, I think she's fighting. I think she's fighting soon or something. Yeah, so. Anyhow, apparently she is the flyweight, uh, the feather featherweight, yes, featherweight champion as well. So um, this is a rematch. Let's tell you about the challenger, Lioness Nunez, 21 and five, 13 knockouts, four submissions. She's been knocked out twice, submitted twice, 14 and two in the UFC. She lost her last fight, shockingly, via submission to Juliana Pena. She's won 12 of her last 13 fights. Used to be the champion for a long time. Uh, fought at featherweight and is the champion there. One and one in Invicta, one and one in Strike Force before all of this. 2008, she's been fighting since. Two inches of height on Pena. Striking stats in her favor and 1.4 times more active landing strikes. She out, outstruck her UFC opponents by 1.74 strikes per minute. Minus 290 for the challenger who just lost to this person. So it shows you what uh, the what the punters are thinking. The champion, Pena, the Venezuelan vixen. 11 and four, three knockouts, five submissions. She's been knocked out once, submitted twice. 7-2 in the UFC. She's won two straight fights, both via submission in three of her last four. She's the champion, like I said, uh, won her, the belt last uh, last fight. She also is the ultimate fighter champion where she went 3-0 and and then won the finale. Used to fight at flyweight. 2009, she's been fighting since. She's a year younger. Uh, strikes her opponents in the UFC by 1.34 strikes per minute, plus 230 coming back on the champion. You go is ahead. It, is it my turn? Yeah, I'm going to take Nunes. Um Nunes. Yeah, like, I, I think here's the deal. Like, if Amanda Nunes had come out of that fight and looked like herself and still got beat by Juliana Pena, 
I, I'd have to really sit down here and ask myself, like, do I think Juliana Pena has gotten much better and this is going to be a situation? But, like, Juliana Pena looked like she always did. In Amanda Nunes looked like somebody had sucked her soul out of her about 30 seconds into that fight. Um, and, and, you know, like, you could say that maybe it was a weight cut thing or an illness thing, or maybe you're one of those people who believes she's just on her downtick. I just can't believe that the downtick looks that drastic. You know what I mean? You can't you can't go from looking like she did the fight before the the fight before where she beat the piss out of Megan Anderson or the one where she took it to Felicia Spencer or the one where she outpointed Jermaine Durandamere, knocked out Holly Holm. You can't go from those fights to that severe of a drop off and tell me it's part of the natural like descent of her career. If it is, it's just like it's so powerful and drastic and so I, I'm just saying, like, I don't believe she's dropped off. And if I don't believe she's dropped off, I think she's better than Juliana Pena. So uh, I'm going with Nunes here. As am I. I'm breaking my rule again. And I'm going, um, taking the person who lost the rematch, uh, lost her first fight, excuse me, to win the rematch. Um, yeah, but obviously if Nunes wins this, then I'm, I, that means she, she's done and I'll be fading her going forward. But um, I mean, fading her against who? Who else would you fade yeah. her against at Bantamweight? Or, or yeah, that's true. You'd pick but, a but Danielle she, Wolf? <laughs> she's not beating Juliana Pena, though. Like, Pena's a mediocre fighter, basically. That's, yeah, but, that's yeah, just, but like, she'd know. be fighting Sarah McMahon in, or even instead. <laughs> like, she's yeah. going to beat her. <laughs> yeah. um, I just actually read something interesting about uh, this the first fight. Uh, let me see. Fight Forecast, I believe, is the name. Richard Mann Fight Forecast on Substack. Um just you wrote about how Pena totally like that was the um not a typical fight for her she fought from distance which she never does and she landed from distance which she never does um and um she usually relies on grappling and whatnot and Nunes was doing more grappling and uh Nunes seemed like shocked that Pena could land on her from distance and she just kept walking into more strikes and more strikes so I'm counting on um this that being a one-off Nunes being back to her regular self um, maybe that's foolish to, to think that, but um, that's what I'm at least counting on. So minus 290 for Nunes, even if she's not at her best, I think she should be able to beat Juliana Pena, but uh, I thought that last fight too. So take it with a grain of salt, but I, I will be going Nunez as well. So boom, there you go. But we are not done, of course. We got recommended place. We've got a pretend $100. Really, we bet way more than that, but a pretend $100 that we're going to tell you which fights you should definitely bet on here. So we'll let Dan go first. Uh, all right. So I'm going to start with, uh, I, I got a couple of favorites I like right out of the gate here. Uh, I'll take 35 bucks of my 100 on Drakkar Close's money line. Um, I, right. I think the short notice nature of, of Rafa Garcia here is going to be a nightmare for him. And uh, I, I just think Drakkar is you know, clinically underrated. Yeah, if you want to hear a breakdown of that, that was our last episode, but close is minus 230 was what I quoted when we recorded that. So 35 and close to minus 230, I was going to pick him as well. So I may as well just pick him right now out of the gate. Uh, give me, I'll take 30 on that fight, please. All right. Um, so then my next one is I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take another 35 here and I'm going to go with Pantoja. Um, I, I think, you know, he, he just, poses too many threats to Alex Perez. I hate the layoff from Perez. Um, and I, I think there's a good chance that, you know, like he, he either just outworks him on the feet or, or sauces him on the mat. Boring, but that's another one I was going to pick. So I may as well pick it now. I'm only going to take 30 though. So 30 on Pantoja for me. 
And what do we what do we quote people at for that one? Uh, that was minus one seventy five. Okay, sorry, keeping my own my own track here. Yep. All right, so then I, I'm left with thirty bucks left. I'm gonna go with a couple of dogs here, um, and split it fifteen and fifteen. The first one I'm gonna take Kaikar France. Um, I, yep. I really like his chances here at uh, what do we say plus one seventy five. Uh, I'll it. take I'll take fifteen on that. All right, I'm gonna. Uh, as I've been doing the past few weeks and I've been successful, I'll just take a mo- bulk of my money. 40 bucks that's remaining. I'm going to take it on a big favorite, Michael Morales. I uh, like in his fight um, against a short notice uh, debuting fighter who uh, is basically grizzled veteran Adam Fugit. So Michael Morales minus 600, not a, a, a horrible line, but uh, that's why I'm putting a bunch of money on it. So that's my last pick. All right, and I'm going to take my last 15. I'm going to put it on uh, Rafael Alves against Drew Dober because uh, I, I think that's a dog line that I, I'm liking here too. Turn is plus 165. All right. Um, so to recap, Gumby, the Gumby God, 35 on Close, 35 on Pantoja, 15 on Kai Kara France, 15 on Alves. Uh, Jeff, 30 on Close, 30 on Pantoja, 40 on Michael Morales. Now, Dan, this is the week that he's going to win on his Hungry Man John Superfan Parlay. This is the week. Yeah, I, I, I went big this week. So first of all, uh, I'm, I'm going to give you the prop here. I, I want you to tell me what you think you would price it at. So remember that Kaikara France is plus 175 to win straight up. But uh, yep. if, if I decided that I thought he was going to crack Brandon Moreno hard enough to actually get the knockout here... Uh, what what would you? It's obviously got to be higher than plus one seventy five. But what yeah. do you what do you what are you saying the odds are that oh. uh, he gets him out of there before twenty five minutes exhausts itself? Moreno's never been finishing a fight. They're flyweights, but Kai he's Kai not Kai, gonna sub him. Yeah, Kaikara France got eleven knockouts, but twenty four wins. So like, which is good, but we're talking flyweight. So it's not like he always wins by knockout. He he uh, less than half the time wins by knockout. Um, plus five hundred. You're close. Plus yeah. 600. That's where I was uh, thinking that too. Wow. All right. Yeah. Plus 600. So I'm going to start with that's that. That's what we're there. doing. Uh, okay. I, I think that's a good starter starting point. And I'm also going to take a knockout prop on uh, Ihor Porteria. Uh, he yeah. showed that he's got really good power. You know, you mentioned on the, when we did the prelim one, he absolutely cracks. He, to knock out Nikolai Nagumaranu uh, is, is plus 200. So you put those two together and you get plus 1955. Uh, what? So almost, yeah, it's a 20, oh, 20 right. to one prop this week. Uh, if you jam those two together, this would be your biggest hit ever. This is actually the biggest one you've ever recommended, right? No, I recommended one one week really? that I think was thirty eight to one or something like oh that. Um, How did that work out? I think that involved the Jalen Turner sub, so I think it ha- it, okay, I yeah. hit half of it. Um, yeah. but I must have missed the other half or something like that. Oh, we would have heard about it if you didn't, Dan. Don't worry. <laughs> you would have been living off of that for the rest of your life. So, um, anyhow, so Kai Kara France knockout prop, Ihor Poteria knockout prop plus one nine five five. Get on that with all your money, all your savings. Put it on that because um, it's going to land and you're going to be super super rich off that. So, all right, that concludes part two of our UFC 277 breakdown. Um, hopefully you listen to both parts. Make sure you pop back in and listen uh, to part one, which is the episode before this. 
Uh, you can see my right up on the picks. Actually, you can probably read it right now. It should be on the. It's going up on the website. Uh, went up. Went up on the website on Wednesday. So uh, you're listening to this on Thursday. You can definitely read that. Um, my what's the other thing? DFS uh, UFC 267 DFS will be going up on Thursday. And Gumby already did a article on five props or or plays that you should make at UFC 277. So that is up on the site as well. So we got you covered there. Um, you can read my MMA exclusive stuff and enter my pick'em contest at moneymma.substack.com. You can listen to Gumby's other podcast, Top Turtle MMA podcast, where he has on a couple guests from this week's UFC 277. The aforementioned Fugit, Adam Fugit, and uh, Orion Koske. So you can listen to that. Um, what else should you do? Our Discord, we already told you about that. Get in there. Rate and review us. So the boss thinks we're amazing still. That's, that helps. Um, what else? SGPN MMA. It's a place to be on Twitter. Go there and go to mine, Jeff Fox Writer, and go to Gumby's, Gumby Vreeland. Hmm, anything else you want to tell anyone, Dan? No, I think you got it all. And then we'll be back on Sunday. We will have first episode. We'll be recapping how amazing we did with our picks at UFC 277 and breaking down the event um, and uh, seeing hopefully it was better than last week's event. We shall see. And then later on Sunday, we will have our famed Dana White Contender Series episode where we'll recap a quick recap of week one and look ahead to week two. Hopefully week two is better than week one. Will week two be better than week one, Dan, in terms uh, of action? I think in terms of action, maybe not in terms of like UFC potential, because while like while Dana didn't sign a lot of those guys out of week one, like there are a couple that would beat UFC dudes right now uh, and just had particularly poor showings. Uh, Whereas next week, I think you're going to see a lot of fun showings and maybe not the most talented dudes on the planet. You want to hear more uh, cutting edge analysis like that than come back on Sunday for all of that, all of that stuff. Um, All right. We'll we'll let you. Bid farewell. We'll see what name I'm called this this episode. <laughs> I'm Dana Gibby Freeland. He's the lioness, Jeff Fox. <laughs> and we will see you on Sunday. <laughs>